remember, history lives on through the stories we tell. I'm Peter, and this is Who Died Today, the podcast that explores the lives of famous individuals on the day they passed away. Today we're delving into the extraordinary life of Jam Master Jay, a pioneering hip-hop DJ and a member of the iconic group Run DMC, whose influence helped shape the sound and culture of hip-hop. Today marks the 31st anniversary of his death. So without any further ado, let's dive into the early life of Jam Master Jay. Part 1. Hollis Dreams and Musical Beginnings, 1965-1982 to The borough of Brooklyn, with its past cultural tapestry, was the birthplace of Jason William Mazzell in 1965, but it was in Hollis, Queens, where the young Mazzell truly found his calling. Hollis was a crucible for creativity in the 1970s and 80s. Bustling with emerging hip-hop culture, block parties, and a sense of community that nurtured young talents. From an early age, Jason displayed an uncanny ability to connect with music. His parents, Jesse and Connie Mizell, were keen observers of his budding talent. Jesse, a church deacon with a soulful voice, and Connie, with her vast rocker collection spanning soul, funk, and R&B genres, inadvertently laid down the sonic foundation for young Jay. Their living room became his initial playground, where he would often be found intensely listening to records, trying to discern different instruments and rhythms. Hollis was more than just a neighborhood. It was a dynamic hub that played a significant role in shaping the future of hip-hop. The streets echoed with beats from boomboxes, and impromptu rap battles became a regular sight. It was in this vibrant setting that Jay, as a teenager, began DJing at local parties. His unique blending of tracks and scratching records wasn't just about playing music. It was about creating an experience, a journey. His peers took note, and soon Jay began to gain recognition as the go-to DJ for local events. His high school years at Andrew Jackson High further solidified his reputation. Partnering with friends, he formed a small DJ group, often performing at school events and dances. It wasn't just about the fame or recognition. For Jay, it was a pure, unadulterated passion for the art of sound. His prowess on the turntables became the talk of Hollis. Stories of a young DJ who could make the crowd move with his beats started to circulate. By the time he graduated, Jay had already established a name for himself in the local music circuit. 1982 was particularly transformative. As Jay continued to hone his craft, he crossed paths with two other Hollis locals, Joseph Ron Simmons and Daryl DMC McDaniels. The trio found an instant connection, not just in their shared love for music, but in their vision for what hip-hop could become. This fateful meeting was the genesis of something monumental, setting the stage for the rise of one of hip-hop's most iconic groups, Run DMC. In the heart of Hollis, amidst the backdrop of rhythmic beats, lyrical flows, and vibrant block parties, a legend was taking shape. The boy from Brooklyn, through sheer talent and determination, was on the path to becoming the maestro known as Jam Master Jay. Part 2 Revolutionizing Hip-Hop with Run DMC, 1983-1990 As the 1980s dawned, the music landscape was ready for a shakeup, and hip-hop was the burgeoning force driving this change. At the forefront of this musical revolution was the trio of Run, DMC, and Jam Master J, collectively known as Run DMC. 
With Jay's innovative turntable techniques, runs rhythmic cadences, and DMC's deep baritone rhymes, they formed a trifecta that would redefine the genre. The year 1983 marked the group's formal inception. While rap artists of the time typically supported flashy outfits and used synthesizers in their tracks, Run DMC stood apart. They embraced the street style of Hollis, wearing black fedoras, leather jackets, and unlaced Adidas sneakers. Their music, too, was distinct. Rather than relying on synthetic beats, they integrated rock guitar riffs, most notably in their groundbreaking hit, Rockbox. It wasn't just rap, it was a fusion, an experience. And at the heart of this experience was Jam Master J. Expertly weaving beats and scratches into a seamless tapestry of sound. The trio's self-titled debut album, Run DMC, released in 1984, was a game-changer. It was raw, powerful, and spoke directly to urban use. Tracks like It's Like That and Sucker MCs were not just hits, they became anthems. The album's success cemented their status as pioneers, showcasing the potential of hip-hop as a dominant musical force. Run DMC's groundbreaking momentum continued with the release of their next albums, King of Rock and Roll in 1985 and the platinum-selling Raising Hell in 1986. The latter featured the iconic track, Walk This Way, a collaboration with the rock band Aerosmith. With Jam Master J's genius production, the track bridged the gap between rock and rap, achieving tr- cross-genre appeal and propelling hip-hop into a mainstream consciousness. Beyond the music, the trio became advocates for social issues. Their track, Proud to be Black, highlighted racial pride, while It's Tricky spoke about the challenges of fame. Through their lyrics and outreach, they addressed topics that resonated deeply with their community. However, the late 1980s brought challenges. As the hip-hop scene evolved, competition grew fierce. The emergence of gangster rap shifted the industry's focus. While Run DMC continued to release albums like Tougher Than Leather in 1988, they struggled to match their earlier success. Yet, throughout this period, Jam Master J's influence was undeniable. His ability to merge beats, use turntables as an instrument, and experiment with diverse sounds paved the way for future DJs and producers. By the end of the decade, even as the music industry's tide shifted, Jay's legacy as a foundational pillar of hip-hop was firmly established. The boy from Hollis, with his turntables and vision, had undeniably changed the music world forever. Part 3. Legacy Building and Navigating the Changing Tides, 1991-2001 to The 90s ushered in a new era for hip-hop. As West Coast sound began to rise and the likes of Tupac, Dr. Dre, and Snoop Dogg captured the limelight, the East Coast hip-hop scene faced an identity crisis. For Run DMC and Jam Master J, it was a period of introspection and reinvention. In 1993, the group released their album, Down With The King. The title track, which featured Pete Rock and CL Smooth, was a significant hit, signaling that Run DMC could adapt and remain relevant amidst the evolving hip-hop landscape. The album, with its combination of old-school and new-school influences, was lauded for its mature sound and was seen as a return to form. It encapsulated a message. The kings of hip-hop were still in the game. Away from the trio, Jam Master J started to make waves as a producer and mentor. 
He founded JMJ Records in the early 90s, which became instrumental in launching the careers of several artists. Most notable of these was 50 Cent, the then up-and-coming rapper from Southside Queens. Jay's guidance and belief in 50 Cent's potential were pivotal, even when the rapper faced industry blackballing following controversies. Furthermore, Jay's influence began to be felt beyond music. He was an entrepreneur delving into fashion with Jay Clothing, which aimed to capture the urban street style that Run DMC had popularized in their heyday. He also championed social causes, particularly the importance of education. Through various initiatives and outreach programs, Jay tried to ensure that the next generation had opportunities and knowledge. However, the turn of the new millennia brought challenges. The dynamics within Run DMC were changing. Personal struggles and evolving individual interests led to sporadic music releases. Their 2001 album Crown Royal featured an eclectic mix of collaborations, but it received mixed reviews. Critics felt it didn't capture the essence of what had made Run DMC iconic. There was a sense of disjointedness, reflective perhaps of the trio's own internal divergences. Yet, even in these turbulent times, Jam Master Jay's commitment to hip-hop remained unwavering. He continued to tour, DJ, and immerse himself in the art form he loved. For him, hip-hop wasn't just music. It was a culture, a movement, and he was one of its steadfast guardians. Throughout the 90s and into the early 2000s, Jay's role evolved from just a pioneering DJ to a mentor, entrepreneur, and a community leader. He was the bridge connecting hip-hop's golden age to its future, always ready to guide and elevate the next generation. Part 4. Tragedy Strikes and a Legacy Honored, 2002 The year 2002 was shaping up to be another typical year in the life of Jam Master J. Busy with his recording label, mentoring up-and-coming artists, and playing occasional gigs, Jay was still very much involved in the world of hip-hop. However, everything changed on the evening of October 30th, 2002. Inside a recording studio in Jamaica, Queens, Jam Master Jay was working with some artists when an unknown assailant entered the premises. What transpired next was both shocking and devastating. Jay was shot and killed, leaving the hip-hop community in disbelief. The news spread like wildfire. Fans, fellow artists, and celebrities from all walks of life expressed their grief and shock at the sudden loss. Vigils were held and streets were flooded with mourners. The weight of his absence was deeply felt, not just in the hip-hop community, but worldwide. Numerous artists paid tribute to the legendary DJ. Tributes poured in in the form of songs, murals, and heartfelt interviews. Recounting memories and the lasting mark Jam Master Jay had left on the world of music as a whole. His influence was so profound that even in death, he united the often fragmented world of hip-hop in mourning. Yet, amid the grief, many began to reflect on the legacy he had left behind. His pioneering role in bringing hip-hop to the mainstream with Run DMC, his entrepreneurial ventures, his mentorship of the next generation of artists, and his unwavering love for the culture were celebrated. Beyond his musical contributions, Jay's community involvement and advocacy for education highlighted a multifaceted figure who genuinely cared about the well-being and progress of his community. As investigations into his murder continued, many in the community voiced their frustrations over the lack of concrete leads and clarity regarding the untimely death of Jam Master Jay. 
For years, his murder remained one of the most high-profile unsolved cases in hip-hop history. In the aftermath of his passing, there was a renewed interest in Run DMC's music. The group's classics re-emerged on the radio and hit the charts again. Meanwhile, artists Jay had mentored, like 50 Cent, would go on to have substantial careers, further solidifying Jay's legacy as a guiding force in hip-hop. Today, Jam Master Jay's legacy is enshrined in numerous halls of fame, murals, and the memories of those he touched. While his life was tragically cut short, his influence on hip-hop and the broader music industry is undeniable. He remains an emblem of innovation, mentorship, and unwavering passion for the culture he loved so dearly. And that brings us to the end of today's episode on Jam Master Jay, a pioneering hip-hop DJ and trailblazer in the music industry. He's also who died today, October 30th. Additionally, if you enjoyed today's episode and want a visual of what Jam Master Jay looked like, please follow our Instagram, who period died period today. Lastly, make sure to rate us wherever you're listening and share with friends and family. Also, try to give us a five-star review. Join us next time on Who Died Today as we explore the life of another remarkable individual who made a lasting and indelible mark on history. I'm your host, Peter, and thank you for listening.